The news of the passing of Sir Roger Moore left me shaken, not stirred. The Trump Report starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! And that's right, a little light music, a little light motif to bring us into the Trump Report. Welcome to the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt. On Twitter and Instagram, at ChristianDMZ. We've got a full house tonight. Next to me is our friend Brooke Taylor, Brooke Solis Taylor, at Brooke Solis TV. Get very confused. I think I'm just going to have to stick with the Brooke Solis. There's no more Taylor here. Anyway, welcome. And look at this. Next to Brooke, we have two, count them, two strong Latinas on the panel tonight. Chelsea Galicia, back from... We don't even know where you went. Foundation meeting, board meeting. Oh, so not vacation with Bernie and Jane. That's what people in the chat expected. Or you can't say. (laughs) Well, you know, actually I should have found out if I could say, but there was some, you know, Bernie Jane stuff recently. But you can't say. Vacation plans. So find out if you can say next time. Okay. All right. I may have a fun selfie to share. (laughs) Wow. That's all we look for. Deep tease. Deep tease. And the most fun of all fun selfies, the one and only Scott Moore, that's man 80. And uh, some jerk has to turn his phone off because uh, it was making noise. I don't know who that was. Anyway, uh, welcome. And uh, big shout out to our friend Stephen Lemieux, who uh, not only always makes the great graphics that we use as a thumbnail for the show, but uh, he messaged me over the weekend and he was very excited about uh, using the Megadeth song we heard on the way in, Architecture of Aggression. So thanks, Stephen Lemieux. Uh, somebody who takes a very cursory, passing, fleeting interest in this show, but uh, <laughs> we, we appreciate it. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess the place to start really is the least fun thing that we'll have to talk about the, this evening, and that is the terrorist attack at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester uh, last night. Now, earlier today, uh, British Prime Minister Theresa May raised the nation's threat level and deployed the military to guard concerts, sports matches, and other public events, saying another attack, quote-unquote, may be imminent. So, uh, first of all, yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea. I heard from people who you know have been to concerts recently that it's, there has been kind of an increased presence. I know somebody that went to a concert in uh, in New Jersey over the weekend, and there weren't just the usual police. There, you had like people with AK forty sevens, you know, just sort of patrolling. Wow. So, like, pretty hardcore. So, when you see that, you can get a little nervous, or you can think, okay, they probably know about something. Better safe than sorry. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a good approach. I think the, that they need to do in the UK. Uh, and what we know about the bomber, he's named as Salman Abedi of Libyan descent, but very important to point out, born in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the security services there were aware of him, so uh, you you never like hearing that. We hear that about various mm-hmm. shooters and things, you know, in this country internationally. The people are aware of these people. The uh, the brothers of the Boston bombing. People were very much aware of them, and you know all that. So uh, you know he's he's born in the UK. So the idea that I saw far too many tweets that said that this reinforces President Trump's proposed travel ban. Mm-hmm. You can have a travel ban if you want. These guys were born mm-hmm. here. I think what it does bring up is the idea of what can you do to combat this kind of hatred and the idea that people can, you know, do something this terrible. And whether he's part of an elaborate network, which we'll talk about, or he's a lone wolf, still one person can show up at something and do this kind of damage. And so uh, I'll be very sexist and start with Scott and uh, (laughs) allow you to sort of work our way down 
and uh, your thoughts about basically everything that you've heard so far about all of this and uh, where we go from here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard. Like, where do where do we start with this? It's a almost great question. Like, yeah, I have I, almost yeah. no idea. I'm like, I'm oh, like, God, he wait, went Wait, do first. I just punt it back to you guys now? I'm like, let ladies Because you, you want to be a gentleman. And, and let like, ladies go first. No, it really is hard because where do you begin with this? Because there are so many layers to this. And, and like you, you brought up, um, it's it's these homegrown terrorists that are, are, are radicalized. Uh, you have soft targets like concert venues um, that are easier for a terrorist to do a plan like this because you come in especially like they were saying last night he came in towards the end of the concert right um, and he, he did, he's yeah. outside and outside oh, and, and how actual. do you and, so even if you increase the perimeter right. then you just get a little closer exactly and, and that entrance apparently was on the way towards the, the tube towards the train right so you know it was very it, carefully selected mm-hmm. so great if you expand the perimeter then you do it what at the train station? You know what I mean. So it's right. it's it's impossible to prev- to 100 percent prevent something like this. Absolutely, and I think that's the thing that that makes it the scariest is that there's always going to be a potential, and they're always going to try to find those soft targets and find ways to do this type of mayhem. And but you're saying how do you go back to helping quell that anger and that hatred? I mean, that's a whole other thing that it's has so many layers to start yeah. with to be able to why these people become radicalized and feel that they need to do such horrible horrendous acts well this but, might be controversial and not to jump over no, you yeah. but i'm of the conviction and and some people might not agree but that we need to speak with the more moderate muslims here in america mm-hmm. um talk to them understand where they're coming from instead and have more of a dialogue so that we're able to because some of those if if he he was um, Islamic, right? Yeah, he and his so. brother, who was arrested this afternoon, they they do go to the same, the same mosque, mosque, and we'll talk about his brother exactly. In a so yeah. that way, we're and and not to general to focus on on Muslims, but to have a conversation, have a dialogue, and talk about how we can um, have something productive and fruitful instead of automatically saying, "I'm already seeing these memes out there mm-hmm. um, that are like Ariana Grande is crying, this liberal." who just wished she could go back to her America. Oh, now she wants to go back, you know, basically saying, and that's why we should have had this Muslim ban mm-hmm. in the first place, but opening up that dialogue to have constructive talk about, um, you know, pre- preventing these, these these radical extremists, essentially. I mean, it's a difficult issue to talk about because it seems like when you even start to go down the road that Brooke's talking about, you're basically sounding anti-Muslim. And look, if if these were people whose background was... Quakers or, or Jewish or Scientologists. Just kidding. I don't have anything bad to say about Scientology. <laughs> but, you know, you, you would focus there. But this is a place where they seem to they seem to meet and they can run into, you know, some of the more radicalized people. I mean, their father basically left to go fight the jihad in Libya, you know. So I, I don't, you know, there's not much you can do at that point because clearly there was some kind of element in their lives and their dad left it's it's hard i don't know chelsea what do you think i mean is that a is it a reasonable approach to go to muslim leaders and just say look we're not trying to say that that this happened because they're muslim but when you can trace things back to you know meeting people at especially some of the larger mosques you know we always say to us if you see something say something can you say that to them. Well, that sounds like exactly what Trump said. When yeah, he was which in Saudi we'll get Arabia. to. And he, I mean, almost exactly word for word. He's like, I'm not trying to make this 
a Muslim thing. I, we're kind of going back on his rhetoric from the campaign, which was very anti-Muslim, mm-hmm. to yeah. say this is not mm-hmm. really religious. This is not, you know, even a problem within a religious um, group. If this is a war, a battle between good and evil, and he was soliciting their help in combating evil. And to, to drive out terrorists, uh, drive out the terrorists, drive out the extremists, drive them out of your places of worship, drive them out of your communities, drive them out of your holy land, and drive them out of this earth. Uh, which all sure, sounds great. I'm not sure if... <laughs> I mean, if, if you could good, actually achieve but that. I don't know. Right. I mean, and I'm not a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, and maybe one would be helpful in this, but if further isolating these people is really the best way to get them to be more communal and care about their fellow man. Right, which is... I mean, is... I get the idea, but we, we literally, what are we going to do? Like, you know, I mean, I guess the UK is like an island. They can push them off and let them... I mean, but we can... I mean, it sounds great to say push them out, drive them out. Drive them out of the planet? Sure. We but that <laughs> I mean, is... Uh, it's kind of... It's realistic. like unrealistic. What do we... Do we are we going to, you know, want another, you know, what Australia used to be? We're going to just drive them all to an island and let them... You know, just to stay there. But so, what does that actually mean? To drive it out, you have to drive out the hatred from the human being. You can't just destroy the human being. We don't. We don't do that. We don't kill people for hate, for hating anybody. You know, unless they actually then kill somebody, then we still do kill them. Mm-hmm. So, I think the better focus is on. Uh, I mean, we cannot stop every last person. Probably no, of course not. But we can right. look to see what are the reasons. I mean, they, it can't be this many homegrown terrorists. For no reason. And some of them, sure, are probably mentally disabled, and there's not enough social programs in the world, not enough family support, community support that would have changed their heart and mind about doing whatever they did. But to think that they're all just crazy, evil people, and that we have nothing, there's nothing we can do except just shoot them, get rid of them, or however you want to drive them out of our society, to just kill the person, I mean, that's that's not really feasible. We can... We can hope to maybe drive out the hate that is instilled in them. Right. And it's like, but you're saying, it's almost like you have to get to the root of, of, of the issue. It's not a black and white type mm-hmm. thing as that Trump generalized speech is. It's, it's, these are splintered groups from a main religion. It's sort of like the Irish Republican Army back in the 90s that was doing the bombings in Northern Ireland. You know, it was a splinter group of these extreme Protestants against the Catholics. And, and you see it, you know, in the Middle East at the time. You know, there's all the... And, and Israel and, and Palestine, you have these very splintered-off groups that are extreme, that have extreme views, but don't represent the overall religion. And it's finding out where that root of those issues really is. And like you said, Chelsea, it might be more social services. Wh- where are they Are they being turned away and, and feel where that they, they have to go... So wrong. That they have exactly. to go to this extreme, splintered extreme group but it doesn't represent all of of muslims it doesn't rep- just like the ira didn't represent all of protestants and so it's finding how these people turn that direction i think in, in most practical terms it's figuring out i mean most of the time when someone adopts an extreme mm-hmm. ideology like that there's some type of weakness or some type of longing to mm-hmm. to belong or to understand or to feel wanted mm-hmm. and even when you think about like someone joining a gang for right. example I think it's understanding that that ideology, understanding that weakness, and and that's why I mentioned these more moderate Muslims, someone mm-hmm. that they can connect to, mm-hmm. having that dialogue or having that understanding and, and connecting with them, and and everyone kind of working together. I know it sounds so hippie, well, kumbaya, right, but, but I mean, what else are we going to do? Like you said, we can't just drive them out or just 
uh, target no, and, them and because of their No, and to sort of, of have people that, you know, they at least trust to some Precisely. extent say that, you know, this isn't what's in the Koran. I don't know where you're getting this. Mm-hmm. This is this is certainly not something Muhammad would want. But in their own way, the ultimate fundamental problem is they feel like they're doing God's work. Right, exactly. So, so to convince them that, but like, you know, no, God doesn't want this. Right. I, I don't know who told you that he did. And yeah, I, it's a fundamental problem that They're regardless being led of the by people who hate us, yeah, but right. and, and hate Western values and hate well, everything actually, that we stand I, but for. But as I understand it, not really. They like the the culture to some degree. Well, they degree. like the things that work for them. But I'm saying in the overall, you yeah, know, and the, they the feel way. exploited, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that there are you know real ways that we can take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like speaking of taking responsibility, like last week. Rex Tillerson said about the drug war that the United States demand for drugs is the reason mm-hmm. why this we have this problem with the United States and Mexico and so many people dying on both sides of the border. That was the first time that mm-hmm. I had heard a politician in a very long time mm-hmm. kind of point the finger back at us and take the blame and take the responsibility. And if we could do that in this sense, right. like, there are things that we do that maybe not cause it outright, but generally... Can, help inflame it. Yeah. Yes, like, to help. Like, I don't know. You think this uh, $110 billion Saudi arms deal to send massive deadly weapons mm-hmm. over there is going to help anybody like us? Well, and it's the, same, it's the same thing as, you know, when we talk about building the wall to kick people out. And we've talked about this before on, on previous, uh, you know, episodes is that you have to go to the root of the problem with that, too. Like, why are these people having to leave their home countries? What are we doing to make the situation so untenable in, you know, Central America and other places that they feel they have to leave? I mean, that's amazing that you would even ask that because most Americans to, don't even to, ask. To like, Mexico. But that's what I'm saying. Like, solving the problem has to start from just putting up a wall and kicking them back. Why are they leaving and what are we doing to make I mean, that situation get, bad? People would have to actually learn history and to, see what the CIA did in, right. the, in Central America to cause and the how, But how can we get to that and fix that? It's the same kind of thing of how can we work on the route to then help the cause and the effect of why people are doing it. Same thing with The very extremism. first thing is that we're going to have to understand that as easy as it sounds and as great of a narrative mm-hmm. of this is a battle of good versus mm-hmm. evil sounds and it can Black get people wild out. And, losers and, 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 yeah, yeah, losers right. as that Trump was it. said. He was like, I'm not evil even going to call them murderers. They don't even deserve mm-hmm. that title. Or no, he didn't like, he didn't want to call them monsters. monsters. Yeah. Uh, he thought that would be honoring them, that I guess. they would like that. And he also didn't want to say radical Islamicterism either now. All of a sudden... Well, now that he's president... Now that he's president, now it's, it's not... Part of, it's not in the job Saudi description. Yes. You're not allowed to say it if <laughs> right. you're president. If you're president. Uh, so obviously, look, we could go in circles and talk about the big picture solutions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very easy to try and throw a bunch of things at the wall. All we can do is see and hope There's we start no. to hear some of these voices. In the short term, in the more practical, what the police in Manchester did was they raided and arrested uh, his 23-year-old brother, uh, Ismael Abedi. And um, so I, my thing is, you know, it seemed like they had posted some things online that were very pro-jihad. So I'm perfectly okay with them sitting down and, you know, let's keep an eye on him. Let's put him in a put him in a uh, small room. And, you know, uh, if it turns out that he didn't have anything to do with anything and this is just an instance of racial profiling, I'm okay with that. Well, because, you know, extremely sophisticated as well. So, yeah, there's doubt and, that it was just him. Yeah. And I mean, you know, so they've been uh, on social networks and they've been praying and chanting in the street. And to me, this sounds like I, I don't know. I'll ask our recovering lawyer. It sounds like probable cause to 
detain him for a certain amount of time. I don't know what the laws are in England, That's but a good point, I feel yeah. right. I feel like the rights are a lot different there. You don't even have the right to free speech in London or London, the <laughs> whole country, of course. Uh, and you know, I think that I'm okay with keeping an eye on him for a little while and really. Taking the time, making sure he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, now it's really easy to see, oh, yeah, there was probable cause to, you know, take him in. But Mm -hmm. at the time, and let's just assume that they have First Amendment rights the way we do, because that's the only law that I'm trained in. You know, posting videos and praying are all expressions of free speech. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so if it had happened in the United States, that by itself would not be anything. Now, the buying of these materials and putting them all together and... Mm -hmm. That now you're you've crossed the line and you are taking action that is dangerous or likely to cause harm, but just posting videos and praying in the United States would not have gotten them apprehended. Yeah, and uh, you know, look, when especially in the wake of a terrible incident like this, you, I, I personally, I'm all right with some of the more you know a little bit more homeland security approach of. Just in case, you well, know, that's and, and, thing, though, and is I, that, isn't that what the terrorists want? Mm-hmm. Is they want to infringe upon our way of life by instilling right, yeah, fear, exactly. mm-hmm. and sure. therefore having us change the way we we operate. But if this want. guy is a terrorist, what he really wants is to make us doubt whether or not we should arrest him and sneak across the border and never be seen again. So uh, it's it's a it's a very gray area. I feel like. It's a case by case instance, and this is the one where I'm like, yeah, I'm glad they had him while they could kind of build a case against him. You run into a lot of problems if this becomes a regular practice, you know, in other areas. But maybe there's something that you know, text messages or communications between the brothers that have been intercepted. So there might be more. There might be. There is probably. And there's footage as well of the the brother carrying the bag, I guess, outside of the arena. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't even know that. So yeah, okay. Yeah. I was reading too something yeah, where the brother in was, any country, was connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we're interested to know what uh, everybody in the chat thinks. So, uh, if you're watching live on YouTube, uh, please Would it uh, share be your thoughts. Possible for us to zoom in on the chat because I don't know if it's my eyes. No, or it's not definitely as not. Good. It, I can't see either. <laughs> I thought it was really just because small. I'm in my 40s that I couldn't read that. Oh, I'll show you. I'll show you how close yeah. up. But uh, anyway, so we'll we'll get to that, and we can certainly circle back. Now we alluded to President Trump's. Uh, Middle Eastern tour. He's uh, really uh, going the distance, and going we distance. referenced <laughs> the uh, the anti-terror speech. Which, uh, de- depending on you know where your ideologies lie, some people said was a tremendous success. Well, of course, and they felt very strongly about it. Uh, you it's know, easy to get behind. Right, good versus evil, and I'm the good. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to and think we're that they're drive good. evil out. But his tone has certainly changed in comparison to how he was speaking when he was campaigning. Yeah, of course. Of course. He right, yeah. And also when he's on the, the home. Effect. Well, also, I was going to say he's at the home version of, exactly. you know, or he's, you know, when he's not away. When you're in someone's home, exactly. you don't talk you're badly be a lot about them nicer than you can be when you're campaigning in the States thousands of miles well, away. You got your hand so. on the golden orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I want to talk about. If we could uh, bring up the photo that I, that I emailed, and a lot of people have seen it, but uh, just for our viewers on YouTube, I want to make sure that everybody sees it. And I thought about how I could do a lot of research and try and figure this out. <laughs> but it's the weirdest thing mm-hmm. I've seen. I mean, they're, you know, it, it's basically like the opening of Macbeth. You know, they're trying to see what's going on. and Well, they the, are celebrating the opening of this this uh, place, right? This 
uh, so like a anti-terrorism. Mall? I know, right? It's oh, like not a, a mall. It was a. It was. It's a actual. Oh, see, with with the glowing orb, I thought it was a discovery zone. So, so to me, it was I, like Freaky Friday, yeah. and then they're switching <laughs> bodies, and Trump's now going to become the. <laughs> wow, you should hold on to that idea and shop <laughs> it around be town because. Uh, yeah, you know, it was like some symbolism of their getting coming together to, to to celebrate the opening of wherever they are, and I forget what it's called, but also to come together as one to combat terrorism. Well, look, I think that, you know, some, all it all sounds, sounds great. I mean, yeah, I, it theory. just, it, you know, it just looks so weird. Mm-hmm. And there's something very dark and sinister about mm-hmm. it. it. It's not during the day. Look at my there's crystal something ball. very creepy and they're looking <laughs> in the crystal ball. And we were supposed to be worried about how tight Hillary was with the Saudis. And of speaking of which, oh, here's a $110 billion arms deal. Go ahead. No and problem. And make sure you use that to combat And ISIS. make sure you yeah. give a donation to Ivanka Trump's uh, yeah. foundation as well on the side. And I, I saw a great tweet, which if, if I would attribute to the person who wrote it, if I could remember, but I was scrolling and I read so many things earlier today, that there's a lot of talk, you know, about like, oh, you know, not, not about this in particular, but this was Trump's Watergate, the, the Russia investigation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know about that being Watergate, but this is his Iran-Contra. You know, it's just like, what... What is he actually going to accomplish? We know what he said this is going to accomplish, but I, I don't know. I um, I don't trust countries that still have kings. You know, I don't know. Absolute, to, absolute I, control. Yeah, that's what. Uh, what I, not, I not, not figurehead trust kings. Countries that nine eleven, right? And, and also the, the way the yeah. women are still the, treated. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to get at the way women are treated. 11 or what hijackers no. yeah. Yeah, were exactly. born there. Yeah, exactly. and I mean, they're supposedly our friends in the region. Right. Well, I, I don't know about friends. It's just that the, we have a common enemy that the, we, we, I guess, both don't right. like Iran the same right. and amount. A common love and a common money. love for money and oil. Which which exactly. sounds an so. awful lot so, like how, you know, in the in the 90s, how so we so helped out Osama bin Laden. You know? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, we, we have a like common them. enemy. Right, so until, we, until we, we don't anymore. We haven't learned our lesson. How many times do we want to do this over and over and over before we do a different way. Mm-hmm. So for everybody who's like, oh yeah, let's just try Trump. Let's try yeah. somebody who's never been a politician before and see and if we could just do something different. What, nothing has changed. We, we, and so right. don't be surprised when there's more terrorist attacks because we are arming the very people who eventually come back and kill us. And we also could have said, if you've seen how it worked in California with Arnold Schwarzenegger as a novice politician, as entertainer, or Jesse Ventura in Minnesota, it did not work out well for either of these two states with these governors. It's like, when are people going to learn that bring in somebody who's a businessman to try to run a country that's not run like a business is not the right thing to do. But and, then and again, and Trump and Saudi Arabia are matchmaking. Well, if you think though. about it, Russia oh. has been using our businessmen in right. order to connect with us and connect yeah. with our love of capitalism for as far back as mm-hmm. we can remember. So it's like a storybook play. I mean, I don't know how Trump supporters could over not over have... Well, mm-hmm. a lot of them, I, I could see how they it's, wouldn't understand it's like it. An ele- yeah, to Chelsea's point about the cyclical mm-hmm. nature of it, it's basically just an extended version of the movie Groundhog's Day. Now, what I want to do is move on because, as Otherwise, always... Yeah. we're going to become Groundhog's Day? Uh, yeah. yeah. As always, uh, you know, time is, is never our friend on this show. And uh, so, also, uh, President Trump, made he was the first sitting president of the United States to visit the Western Wall. Great for a photo op. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly what that accomplishes. And it seems like he and uh, Bibi Netanyahu getting along pretty well. I, I, how long is that going to last? Uh, Chelsea, as you see these, you see President Trump 
rubbing elbows with Netanyahu, you know, going up to the Western Wall for the photo op. What it's, do you think when you see all that? It's very flimsy because, I mean, already it seems like he did something that Netanyahu was like, what the heck was that about? When mm-hmm. he, uh, in the joint meeting, <laughs> yeah. said, I never said Israel, I never mentioned the word, I never mentioned the name, so all of you who think I told the Russians about Israel, you're wrong. Exactly. Basically, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, it's like going up to the quiet. guy that your girlfriend likes and being like, oh, no, no, but I never said it was you. I said someone liked him, but yes, not you. Yeah. And she's like, great huh? analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, and well, because Trump obviously has a crush on BB. I mean, if you look at him, mm-hmm. you can't blame him. Uh, although that's the kind of comment that got Stephen Colbert in trouble. So it was just a joke. I take it back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Brooke, do you think that uh, this uh, bromance from uh, Netanyahu and, and Trump is something that's likely to last for however long this I administration is it. there? I also think Netanyahu is just trying to play his political cards mm-hmm. right, right now. He's obviously much smarter when whenever this whole Russian intel leak happened. Um, they said it hasn't affected our relationship with the U.S. and our intelligence relationship, and he's just playing the cool, calm, collected president or leader uh, that we should have that we yeah. don't. And, could, and, we, could, we couldn't vote for BB, right? Because <laughs> he's not... Uh, anyway, well, I'd ahead, also sorry. add that... Uh, he comes from the political party on the conservative side of what would be, you know, Republicans. So that's why they're sort of enamored with each other to begin with. And you always have a reset with a new president. Um, so you always are kind of excited like the Saudis because they didn't, you know, BB and Israel didn't have the best relationship with Obama mm-hmm. before. And same thing with the Saudis. Right. So to them, it's like, oh, good. It's this new shiny object. It's this new. Very shiny. You know, very. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it, this is sort of a reset for them. And they're more aligned he's more aligned and Republicans are more aligned with their interests with Israel as far as the conservative party right. there and with Saudi Arabia with oil and businessman and deals and all that so to, to them it's more of an alignment than what it was with the previous administration. And I'm sure Israel's more hopeful that they have President Trump now because President Trump is very easily swayed. Yeah, you have <laughs> one dinner with him and yeah. you're best friends with him and he can vouch for you and especially, he might even bring you on to his Especially if you have a great chocolate cake and an amazing yeah. chocolate amazing cake at that dinner. It's kind of all it takes. Uh, I want to know what he put in the Western Wall. You know, they mentioned he put. Oh, a I know. There's notes. lots of hilarious. I think they. I think they zoomed in. I think it zoomed in, and it said Schwarzenegger still sucks. But <laughs> uh, so uh, we referenced it a little bit. Uh, Robert Mueller named special counsel to investigate uh, Flynn and the Russia connection, and uh, President Trump says that this is the greatest witch hunt in history. Uh, I think that uh, anybody who was blackballed during the McCarthy era would probably disagree that that is probably the greatest witch hunt in history. You well, could probably come up with others, but you just need to look there. You just look there. That's all you don't need. have to go far back. You yeah. could go with President Obama and the birther movement. That right. themselves is already more yeah. ridiculous than what he's claiming right now because that was completely made up and we drawn call out him for the years. Witch hunter in chief. Yeah. And let alone yeah. going on to anything else of any worldwide leaders and anybody else and any presidents that dealt with horrible things. I'm not even going with assassination because that's a whole separate thing. But mm-hmm. right. presidents had to deal with a lot worse things than him. And again, it's him whining He's and really being complaining great at, and at deflecting. Making, them, making himself the winner or right. the victim. Right. Or, Those are the only two roles yeah. that he's allowed right. to Or the have. victim that's the winner. Like I've always said, if he resigns early, it's going to be him being the victim. Be like, nobody let me do what I need to do. And... 
you know, so I still win. To, to circle back to the Western Wall for a moment, because we have a graphic for our, our uh, oh, YouTube yes. viewers. Uh, <laughs> the note that President Trump wrote, it basically says... That's separate. That's what, that was at the Holocaust. Okay, so that, okay, so that I'm glad you clarified that, because that I remember... That was put in at the Western Wall. Yeah, so Wall. this was at the, the ho- a, a Holocaust Museum, <laughs> not the Holocaust Museum. There are many in the world. Uh, but it, it, you can see on YouTube what it is that it said. If you're just listening on iTunes, it basically said... Uh, Sophomore year was great. Have a neat summer. See you in September. It was, it was the most Keep trite thing that you've ever seen ever. Sad. And it, yeah, sad exclamation point is what it was. And, uh, and Obama's note was he wasn't even president then. He was senator and he still yeah. had something more. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, in the chat, Shareable Texas said that there is too much beautiful on the panel. And then he oh, comp- thank you. Yeah, well, I was going to say, Scott he followed up and said Scott and Christian. So thank you, Shareable Texas, yeah, who's not even you. from Texas, which you as a Texan should be offended by. Uh, but anyway, sorry. So, look, the special prosecutor, I know there are a lot of people who were, were very excited. And when I was watching the season finale of Saturday Night Live on Saturday, mm-hmm. a lot of the sketches and jokes were geared towards the feeling that you get that people on that show, who work on that show, who are on that show, think that he won't be president when they come back in September. Oh, right. Which I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's fun that you think that. Yeah. But even if something were to be found and you have you know the hearings and you still have a Republican Senate that has to impeach him. It's and 67 votes. Yeah, well, it still has to go through the House and, and even, first and, and then to the Senate. And they didn't even impeach Bill Clinton, who they hated. So not that they love Trump. So, you know, it, it's great that people are excited. I think having the independent counsel is very important to actually find out what's going on. But, I mean, people are putting the cart so far ahead of the yeah. horse. Let's find out what there is. Just because you appointed it is like, okay, well, now it's all it's game over. You know, right. LeBron James is on the court. We've won the game. There's no way he right. could possibly lose. Well, but then I've seen articles, and I'm starting to buy into it, that make me nervous about impeaching Trump because then you're left with Pence. And let's just say you even get rid of Pence. Then you got Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure how much better that is. I would almost like the batshitness to continue. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> okay. I know I was just We have sure. children. I know I almost said that but, too. Uh, um batshitness. Oh god. Bat so, poop. So <laughs> so as to because what if somebody that looks presidential like Pence or even Paul Ryan takes over for Trump when, if he's impeached and then people will feel so much better mm-hmm. that it will restore their faith in the Republican Party perhaps mm-hmm. and compared to Trump Pence will seem like a saint they'll re-elect he him he might actually get something done yes. yeah and and then the the Republicans will have you know, move through this unscathed. Right, exactly. And that, and I, it's exactly what you said is the same way I feel, too, is that the fact that if we take them out of the equation, then we do make it easier for, especially too quickly, then it's too easy for next year's midterms to just over, overlook it. And we have a normal person in power, and it's like the wolf in sheep's clothing that can now pass the more extreme agendas and is more, you know, the traditional politician uh, but on the other hand, I don't. They're not going to be able to do the impeachment, like you said, that fast. And I think if anything happens, he resigned before. I, I, to I think if he sees the writing on the right. wall, whether it be impeachment right. or not, we talked yes. about this last week, not getting reelected right. in twenty twenty. Twenty. I think he would step down for any number of reasons. Well, I have a question, Chelsea. You're mm-hmm. the lawyer, so you might know. So recovering if there lawyer. was recovering Thank lawyer, you. if there was an actual crime that was committed that that uh, Robert Mo- uh, Mueller finds out and. 
and he goes before. I mean, couldn't he potentially be taken out because of that crime? As he still well? has to be impeached. Go through a trial, mm-hmm. right. and the trial is. The I mean, if he's convicted, I would think that the Republicans would say, "Okay, he needs to be impeached." There's been an actual crime. It's, no, the impeachment would be the trial. Trial. So and it still has so to go through the, the house. Prosecutor just brings the charges, right? But if if someone's actually um, goes through a trial and they've committed the crime and they're guilty. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that trial is the impeachment. Is impeachment. Right. It's not a trial and then impeachment. Right, right. So, I mean, it made me a little nervous when uh, Rod Rosenstein named a special counsel because I'm like, oh, great. This is going to take forever. Mm-hmm. This is going to be long. This is going to be drawn, drawn out. out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is probably not the best move. We probably should have done an independent commission. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. But then I'm like a little okay with this taking a while. And because of the protections built in from our judicial system against mm-hmm. the accused there's going to be some uh, level of I don't know quietness mm-hmm. some level not total mm-hmm. and so Trump may not see the writing on the wall for a very long time and I hope he doesn't because I don't want him to escape too quickly right and then I think the other like you said the only other issue about the special prosecutor is that still Trump could fire him or have someone else fire him to slow he down can't the process fire him directly he can't he, fire the special prosecutor. Right, but he can have he can have he can have Rosenstein do that, and that that's the problem is that he can still influence that like Nixon did in Watergate mm-hmm. and slow down the process. But yes, like Chelsea was saying, for a president, it's like going on trial is the impeachment, mm-hmm. and it still has to go through the House first, and then it has to go through the Senate, and then sixty-seven senators have to actually say yes to the impeachment to remove him from office. So that's just, where you get the challenge where it's very would, difficult to do that. They would sit still and allow something, a, an actual crime. I think it to, would depend on the severity of the crime. Yes. You know, and, because and, like the, the things that are getting thrown around right now, maybe enough of them don't feel like it's significant enough. And they're I mean, just the waiting moment. They're waiting for more. Right. And just yeah. today, who was it that testified today and Brennan. said, I won't use yes. the word collusion, but Russians... Definitely reached out. reached out to Trump officials. And Trump officials... Mm-hmm. Were in uh, contact. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. but so to what votes, to what yeah. degree that is what they're still going to have to find out. But, you know, the, the, the overall issue is, like, again, the Republicans are not going to kick him out as long as his base still supports him because they're so afraid of 2018 and already how difficult it's going to be for them that if they kick out and that base is so upset about it, that they know they're going to lose. So they're going to be very careful and they're playing you know, politics, but this they're is, not going to do it until they yeah. know their base has completely turned away from him to even do impeachment, to even right. go there. And, and then sort of back to Chelsea's earlier point about Mike Pence being president and then actually running to mm-hmm. you know serve out the full term. Mm-hmm. Has anybody asked Mother what she thinks? Would he be allowed to <laughs> run for president? That, I just I, yeah. I, 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 we'd have to check with Mother. Yeah. I don't know where Mother yeah, stands. Th- exactly. On this. Well, the only other route they can go is the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which has never been used before in that capacity. Which would then have to get the authority again of Congress and Senate and the so, Cabinet to then say that he is not fit to be okay. president. And that would have to be started by Mike Pence. Mike Pence has to actually start that process. So the guy who would get the job has has to, to in effect, say he is not able to to uphold his duties as president. And then from the 25th Amendment, then you have to go through all the cabinets. And the majority of the cabinet has to then say, yes, we agree he is not able to uphold the duty. Did you just map out season six of House of Cards? (laughs) Because it it, it sounds like... By the way, it's never been done before. I was was just trying to think of a vice president who would do that so that they could get the job. And the only potential vice president I could think of, yeah. John Edwards. I think he definitely would have done that, <laughs> yes. by the way. But, but it's never been done before, but that's the thing, you know, when you see Mike Pence do the pass
pack for the 2018 and 2020 elections, you're like, oh, that is weird because a vice president normally doesn't do that. I think that Pence will fishy. be implicated as well in all Hopefully. of this Hopefully, <laughs> because he's and not so he's innocent. And if he's implicated, I think Ryan will be implicated also. Ooh, now that one is a leap. And then I you mean, get it then, be yeah. great, but and then you get eighty-five-year-old Orrin Hatch to be president. Right. <laughs> See, I, I, this does not end well. No, we have to wait until you eighteen. Get a Democratic Congress in eighteen, and get more Democratic governors, and then in twenty, be able to uh, boot them out for sure. So we're Hence, so we're 20. we're asking people to strap themselves in for four years of this. Well, I'm which saying, is no, what until I, eighteen. And then get the Democratic Congress, but the majority, it, to then impeach him. It that sounds way. like it's going right. to take then, a while. So then, yeah. but that's the problem. So then you impeach him, and then you get Pence for two years, who proves well, that he's n- you know much more reasonable than know. Trump. And we're we might I, not get. Pence. I think Maybe I think Pence is weakened. It's just like Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford pardon if he doesn't pardon Trump. I'm just going on a leap again because I'm just saying he's going to be impeached and resign or whatever. But I'm saying Pence will already be weakened because he's associated with Trump. Regardless, even if he's more normal, he's still weakened. The fact that he's he's too close. Well, we're finding that Pence. He's certain close. information that that he says that just, he didn't know. Yeah, just like in, it was with Ford. In regards to Flynn, you're, for you're, example. You're too close. Even if you're not directly affiliated, you're still part of that that problem. And so people are going to be more likely to be like, we want to clean house and get those people out that were associated with that. So in that sense, I think he would be greatly weakened. And, and, and again, Trump didn't win by a majority to begin with. But what it comes down to is, you know, you have to find things that are impeachable offenses. And I, I hear a lot of allegations but, about these things. But it's it's yet as of yet we don't really know but what's proven. The, we know what James Comey said was said to him, and right. you know I could write a memo right now that you said something right. terrible well, about but Chelsea, but that doesn't Trump mean it happened. Said, Trump went Mem- on Com- TV yeah. and said that he got rid of Comey because yes. of the Russia investigation, and, and without anything that happened before that, that could by itself be obstruction of justice. And the more that Trump talks about it, it makes his state of mind that it really was to deflect from this investigation to impede that it was very intent. obvious and that's the hardest part of getting somebody right. for obstruction of justice is the mindset and and you would you would know as a lawyer the memcoms that that the FBI does and details like memcoms are a whole thing of of of, of being able to track your conversations with 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 people and 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 FBI and, and law enforcement officials are are notorious, not in a bad way, but they are be, known for keeping you know tons of records for the that very would be exact helpful. things. So to, I was going to say today, those two intelligence officers, Admiral Mike Rogers and Coates, Senator Coates, both said that Trump was trying to push them to push this narrative out of the media. Uh, maybe not specifically get rid of the investigation because they don't have that ability, but they said today. Uh, on TV, in front of everyone, that that's what he was doing. I mean, that's more fuel to the fire. This is the the same thing that sunk the travel bans, is that you can have, you know, Mm -hmm. a lawyer, you know, write up the executive order to issue the ban, and it can look kosher on paper, but then the judges who hear these cases look at all the circumstances around it, what was really meant, what was really intended, was this really a Muslim ban? Was this a ban based on religion? Even though that word is not used in the ban itself, is that we what know from campaigns was, right. from the president says. So and what the Trump meaning will do is himself it. in with these tweets and with these uh, interviews, and he won't know he's doing himself in. Right, and that's what they were saying too. Is that he may not, and that's what Brennan was saying too. Is like he may not even realize that he has done treasonous type things. Because he's been doing them and not even know yeah. he's been doing it he's, throughout he's this time period. He's asking the nation's top spies to engage in a PR but, campaign. But here's I mean, the thing: if you look at the the law of treason, that it doesn't fit the right. the definition, and so treason probably won't be it. No. Um, and 
That's true. That is true. It's from what we know now. So that's the, but, the, the, what but, it all comes down to is we we need to figure it out. Yes. Yeah, no, I was going to say the other there, thing Scott. I would final thought is impeachment is also different. It doesn't have to be criminal in the traditional sense of criminal. It can basically mean the House and the Senate feel. So if we get a Democratic majority, let's say in nineteen, they can just say we feel what he's doing is. Or they wrong. could do, you know, with Clinton. They, right, they, it's they wrong. Get him to lie under yes, oath. Yes, and it's and not really... But they can find other ways that are more political, although it's terrible saying I don't think Democrats would do that. But it could be based more on political things, and that's what happened with Andrew Johnson back in the 1860s. I mean, I know, going way back. But he wasn't actually impeached because of anything criminal. He was impeached basically under political reasons and reconstruction, all that stuff. So the point is impeachment doesn't have to be a president doing illegal acts. It can now be more of a political thing that the majority of Congress and Senate feels yes, that they lied or they misled and that's enough to say they did not do their duty as president and they need to be removed. So there's impeachments of a lot more murkier than just a a criminal illegal But a special prosecutor is only looking for crimes. Right. And that's the difference too with that. But also special prosecutors has a wide range of... What it all comes down to... This is of a criminal nature. Right. He expressed that and Rod Rosenstein Uh, expressed that to me. And Lindsey Graham had said that, yeah. And so what it ultimately all comes down to is uh, Alec Baldwin will still be playing Trump in September. Now, uh, we only have a few more Maybe. minutes. I mean, Trump still could resign. You never know with Trump. He's Not so over crazy. the summer. Nobody's going to do anything over the summer. You know, this is basically know. everybody's just going to Everything coast. is up for grabs now with Trump. You never That's know. That's true. Uh, I, did want to take a, I did want to take a moment and talk about uh, President Trump's budget proposal that would cut $3.6 trillion mm-hmm. over the next 10 years. When I hear about big budget cuts, I'm like, oh, this sounds very interesting. And then, of course, you look and you see what gets cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy things that we don't need like science and research and disease prevention. Um, I I don't know who's likely to pass this budget. I, I don't think it's actually there to be implemented. Scott, you're already shaking your no. head. So as you read about this, what did yes. you think? Well, again, it, it's it's always harder for the actual Republican Congress to be able to pass these. It's much easier for Trump. He can wait until 2020, and he's not going to get direct blame. But these congressmen and women are going to get direct blame in midterms next year when th- certain things are cut. And, you know, again, like a lot of health care stuff was cut. But, of course, they increased the budget for the military and the wall. But they cut out all these social programs that help their very own people that they claim that they want to help, the working class and everything else. They're cutting, 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 cutting tons of stuff uh, as far as health care, Medicaid expansion. National Cancer Institute. Exactly. A lot Cancer? of, a lot of really? stuff that shouldn't be and so of course republicans in congress are not going to sign off on this final budget at all because they are the ones that are going to have to face the voters next and they're dealing with more local issues than president trump is right exactly i think that's a chelsea were you looking for something these are these are my notes that i because i read the whole budget treatise that came out and just I'm so sorry that you read the whole thing. I read thank the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't say those American words greatness. without getting nauseous. So thank you for saying them for me. But some of the what was interesting to me besides the numbers was the narrative, the story that was told inside of it, uh, and just crazy things that, for example, on the death tax, abolish the death tax which penalizes farmers and small business owners who want to pass their family enterprise onto their children. Okay. That's small p- farmers and okay, the the t- the tax right now the way it works as of this moment, mm-hmm. if somebody dies, the first 5 million, million. are passed on <laughs> yes. without any taxes. And then the rest is taxed. So to say that this is penalizing 
farmers and mm-hmm. small business owners is just so patently false mm-hmm. that I can't believe a word in the rest of this. I mean, just everything. I mean, it gets worse from there. I mean, it's just it really it, it assumes that the American public is stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, sadly, which, a lot of people are because they say, don't read you're, and they you're only not, get certain things fed to them, which is true. You're not going to fail if you assume the American right. people I, are stupid. I, here's another one. The budget proposes... Except for viewers of this show. We love you guys. Except for viewers like you. legislation to restructure the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which was Elizabeth Warren's sort of um, agency that she pushed, the one that found the fraud that Wells Fargo was perpetrating right. against and its own customers, for consumers right? And, consumers and so benefits. they want to... They want to restructure the oversight and focus the efforts on enforcing the law rather than impeding free commerce. See, who believes this shiznet? Right. I and mean, again, I just... it's for corporations. Thank again. you for cleaning it up. Thank yeah. you. And uh, we have about one more minute. So. so basically to say that this is for the uh, benefit of the middle class, the, the people who at the, the one of the first sentences is a new foundation of focus on the forgotten American worker who now has an advocate in the right. Oval Office. But let us gut the CPFB right. and let us in gut, your yeah, those consumers. Let us gut Medicaid. Let's gut all those Center other things are going to help control. you. I mean, and also you can't have both without the other because if you're cutting, 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 you're also going to be increasing the deficit, which Republicans claim and they want to cut back. They're putting a lot more back. money towards defense and defense again, and they claim they're going to have three, four percent growth, but the you know it looks like one point nine percent. It's still the growth that's not going to be what they said, and, and you're going to have more to expect that you're going to have consistent growth yeah. for ten years in a row right, is like not, what planet are you no. living on? And we all want a nation that's worth defending, right? If we're trying to defend our nation, we want a nation that's smart and healthy right, and, and prosperous. No, no, no. And and not actually, not everybody does because well, they're, they're educated well, voters. And no, they're not of course, work. they don't. They certain people don't want educated voters yeah. for that very reason Those because they want to be able to say like this. The they're helping. But there's the, no better the place to become an educated voter than watching the Trump report, <laughs> which usually is Tuesdays at seven Pacific. But I want to let everybody know that next week because it's my wife's birthday. We'll be doing the show at 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, but you can always find it after the fact on YouTube or on iTunes. Just follow us on Twitter at Trump Report ABTV. You'll always know when the next show is. Uh, thanks, everybody, in the chat. Sorry that uh, we were having so much fun chatting that we didn't <laughs> drag you guys in into the chat more, but we always appreciate you being there. For Scott Moore at S-Man 80, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia, Brooks Elise at Brooks Elise TV, I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, and uh, we will see you next week, Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific. We'll go back to our regular slot on June 3rd. Thanks so much, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed TV. herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect uh, the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.
Wait, what day is it? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I, I'm out of town. What I'm back in Texas. Nice. All right, so. well, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We'll have you back. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I read the funniest comment. They were like, who's this girl, Brooke? Uh, I had it in my notes, but we read it. They were like, she's so far left, she makes Chelsea look like a, a young college wow. Democrat. Storm-jarred <laughs> 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 resident wrote that. Really? Yeah. A young college Republican. Because that was good this week. I was there too. In Trump, and when we did Trump versus Hillary, he was calling me communist. But now you're a young Well, compared to you. Um, I was uh, I was gonna read the one the person was like oh I've never seen her before which I'm like wait she's been on a couple of right. times yeah. because but he did say I would be great addition to the panel yeah so I was gonna read that, that one, one and be like but not everybody yeah, but then we didn't we ran out of time so like always and hey, again I didn't get to talk about Betsy DeVos getting moved I'm sorry I moved that I moved that into oh my god any advice I thought I would do I know this sounds crazy because I have my own company and like I. I have a completely different career, but I thought, you know what, I'll do this for fun. <laughs> I mean, law school itself is not that bad. Yeah, I, 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 I you would did, not. You do scale or regular? Regular. regular. Okay. I, um, I, I, I don't think I would have done, right, I'm not practicing anymore. I, if, if it wasn't for the fact that my parents paid for it, I would never have done it. And I, really? and I yeah. would not, I. Because what do you, so you, you don't want to be aware of. No. What See, all, all good lawyers become lawyers and then quit being yeah. lawyers. Yeah. See where you, you're a lawyer. Yeah. 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 It was nice I'll to sit next there. to you. Unless you were so like good. You were very well behaved. Really something super specific that you yeah. need it for. Yeah. Well, it's kind of too late. I'm starting to. I don't know. Have you sent a check? Yeah. Where my deposit. Southwest. Oh, my God. Skills, yeah. My baby's school. Yeah. So.